welcome to another bonus episode of Business Meets Spirituality. This week, Adam talks about selfishness and what it could really mean to those around you if you became more selfish with your time. Adam also shares six ways you can take more ownership of your life by discovering your true motivation, overcoming indecision, managing your relationships, and more. Thank you for listening to our show. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share an episode with a friend, family member, or coworker. Enjoy the show. One of the main things that I see with coaching high performers is them not having enough time. And I think the greatest gift that you can give to yourself is time. And so the question I have is, is being selfish a bad thing? Well, there's two forms of being selfish. There's the one form of being selfish, which is, hey, you know, I want everybody to do everything for me and I want to sit on the couch and I want everyone to just, you know, feed me and I want just, you know, being exaggerating, but you get the point, right? It's just victim language. Everything needs to be for me. I'm not really there to help anybody else out. That type of selfish is bad, right? Or, you know, uh, for me, like when I was growing up, I used to like pretend that I didn't have my wallet on me so somebody else could buy me something at McDonald's so I could save money. That's being selfish, right? I don't know why I did that, but I was just very selfish with those things until I recognized that inside me or I was just trying to hold on to money. And definitely some insecurities going on in my life at that stage, but that's kind of a bad selfish, right? If you can kind of think that way, you're just doing it for you, for you only. And it's not, it's just there, right? You just, it's very selfish in that term. So that, in that way, it's, it, it certainly has a negative connotation to it. But there is an other way of being selfish, which is to give yourself time. And the main difference between the way I just described and the other type of selfishness is this, is that you are being selfish to have time to invest into yourself so that you can make a bigger impact on the people around you, your team, the community, your family, all of that. There's so many of us that are afraid to take time to being seen as selfish whether that's a workout in the morning, whether that's meditation, whether that's an evening walk, whether that's, you know, I see this with my own wife, but just in coaching other um, mothers or even fathers who are like, I feel like I need to be there for my kids at all times. And it's like, that's not true. You need to be there and love your kids unconditionally, but you need to, your role, I mean, from, this is my, from my perspective as a parent is to love your kids unconditionally, but then allow them to teach them, allow, teaching them how to critically think for themselves because I don't know if you know what's best for your kids. At least that's the attitude that I take. Now, jumping off a cliff, what to eat, that stuff. Yes, I get that. I'm talking about for their life, right? Getting to critically think for themselves for it. And so the, the only way you can show up that way, so let me back up a second. Leadership is about making quality decisions every single day. Jeff Bezos says his number one, his, his, a good day for Jeff Bezos is if he can wake up and make three quality decisions per day. So everything we do is to prepare us to be in the best positions, to make the best quality decisions that we can make at the time that we need to make these decisions. So how do we do that? One of those is giving us ourselves time, time for exercise. There's a reason why 90% of, of really successful people, and I'm not just saying success money-wise in their, in their personal lives or business lives, their joy, their peace, because it's really what matters, right? So when, in those lives, they, they put themselves first, typically in the morning, to prime or put themselves in the best positions to take care of everybody else the rest of the day. So they work out, they meditate, they journal. Not all of them are in every order. I mean, everyone's morning routine is different. 
They may spend some time with their kids. They may, you know, go golfing early in the morning and then come back in the middle of the summer. Whatever their thing is that they do, they give themselves time to reflect, to exercise, to win the day that way, right? By, you know, even as much as I exercise, I still don't wake up being excited to exercise. Most days, my mind, the first thing it says is, you don't have to exercise today, right? So you, you're winning. And so the selfishness at that level is designed to give you an ability to have a greater impact on people around you. And that becomes a great gift for people. So in that way, be selfish all the, as much as you can, right? Now, it's not all day you need to read a book and not show up, but you can spend 30 minutes for, your, for yourself. You can give yourself an hour each morning. You may have to get up earlier and go to bed earlier. Yes, you have to make some sacrifices, or you may do it in the evening. If, if, if the evening really turns you on and that's a very small majority of people, but if that's that, then you do it. But you find time each day for you. That's the key here. It's just, you know, we have, there's this negative connotation around the world about um, finding time for ourselves. And yet that's the thing that has escaped us. You know, I was, I was camping over the long weekend. And one of the really cool things that came about, and I actually, I love being outside camping, but I was, I was kind of tired. We just got back from like a six hour birthday party and, I was like, oh, we got to pack everything. I was like, okay, they want to do it. Let's rally. We've got everything together. We get down there. Within like 20 minutes, we had a tent set up. We had a fire going. It was just me and my two older, um, my older daughter and my middle, my middle guy, my son. And we had the best of times. We just told some stories. We had a fire. We were jumping in the river. We, we slept underneath, you know, the stars with the river going, putting us to sleep. But it was the simplicity of things. Just getting out and all of that. And it was, it was also just time for us. There was no other distractions in those. So I know that wasn't time for you, but it was time for just us in that moment. Here's the other thing that I actually started doing, a complete side note, that's really been effective. It wasn't the first couple of times, but my kids used to have their iPads in the car. And now I kind of refuse them to have them in the car because it forces conversation. And it's because we have this time together. And I just asked them, instead of knowing they can't have it, instead of being on it, you're not going to ever get anything out of them. But if you actually give them time and space, they actually have conversations with them. Not every time, but you get it. My point is this, is that we can, we can have this, these moments and the simplicity around just being. You don't have to be doing every second, right? You don't have to. And so being selfish is this pause of the world to reflect. Why are we here? Why am I serving? Why am I doing these things? All of that. So then you can show up and be a better leader, right? That's, and being a leader is about making quality decisions, right, every single day putting yourself in the best position to be able to do these things. So giving yourself time is allowing you to do that. You know, and we have, we have these kind of ways that we hide it. Like I need a girl's night or I need a, you know, some guy time instead of just being like, I'm going to go be selfish today. Like I'm very selfish with my time in the morning. I am because I know that that first three hours puts me in the best position to be a better father, a better husband, a better brother, a better son, uh, all the roles. They're not me, but they're roles that I play in life. And so just, if you are struggling with finding time, you need to make time. Time is your cheat, meaning that the time that you give yourself is the cheat, not time in totality, because we all have 24 hours in a day. So time is not the cheat in that way. How it's the cheat is how you use your time. So what I want you to do is make sure before you end this call today that you have 30 minutes each day in your life. In fact, for me, in the middle of my day, I have an hour uh, and a half that is for eating, for meditating again, for reflection, to get a pulse in the companies. I respond in email and I open my door and let people to come in and out during that time too as well, except for I'm meditating. But it's, it's my time again. 
And so again, we, we need to be more selfish with our time that is using for the greater good. But and too many people don't. That's my point of saying this. I'm just shocked at how many people aren't doing this. So just please make sure that you, you give yourself the greatest gift that you can. Okay, so we just, we're, we're kind of going into time here, right? So time is not your team. You have to take ownership of your life. You won't show up over time unless there is true motivation. And I would just, you can even change the word motivation, but inspiration or just inner drive, right? Have you found yours? You know, it's even interesting to even ask that question is like, people are looking for like this motivation or drive. It's actually within you already. What we need to stop doing is looking outside for it and look inside for it. We're still looking outside for a solution inside. So when you show up, if, if, and I'm going to use these cliche words like service and contribution, but that's really, when you can come from that, that is a different motivation. There's a different inspiration to get up versus being self-centered or selfish to get something for just you. Now, those will be byproducts and those are benefits, money, time, all those things that come from, from contribution. They absolutely do, Right. But it's, it's the intent behind it, right? Is it your intent to go and be the best that you can be and serve and contribute, right? But you need to find that inner drive that'll keep you going, even in the darkest nights that you're just you're willing to just not stop when it gets difficult, because it will. Life is not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be difficult. The difficulty is what allows you to build on your personal growth, to build on your consciousness growth, on your spiritual growth, whatever word makes sense for you. It allows you to build because you develop different habits and it allows you to understand what bothers you. When something bothers you, you get to work on yourself. It's the greatest gift that you, once you understand that. So how do you find that, by the way? Selfishness. It's that time. It's that reflection. That's how you find it. You don't find it in action, which is what we're searching for. We're not finding it in doing. You're going to find it in being with this stillness. That's why that 30 minutes, an hour each day, that journaling, the meditation, the exercise, Something will show up and resonate with there when that's there. You have to give yourself time. Or you have to make a decision, draw a hard line in the sand. You know, what decision is in front of you that you've been delaying? This is this is this theme is about taking ownership of your life, right? The first theme is being selfish to take ownership of your life, to make a bigger impact. This is time, right? Your your inner motivation is not outside, just as a reminder, it's inside, right? And then you have to draw a hard line in the sand about a decision that you're delaying. Maybe it's one for a hire. Maybe it's one for a fire. Maybe it's one for growing your team a different way. Maybe it's, you know, it's some decision in your life is in front of you and you need to draw a hard sand in it. Maybe it's the decision is I'm going to lead generate from now in the next 75 days because it's the most important 75 days of the year, right? Whatever that is. But you're drawing a hard line and that's where it's going to be. You, have a, you can call it a standard because standards you don't let down, right? Suggestions are different than standards, which is what most people have in their life. Suggestion. Oh, that'd be great but we don't actually do it. What's the line that you're going to draw now today as we do this in some aspect of your life, right? Maybe it's really time. You become the people you spend the most time with. You know, there's always the question, I'm sure you've heard this before, is who are your top three, who are your top five? I once heard too that um, somebody talk about, it was was an accountant, they said, you know, if you took the top five people that you hung out with and you added up their incomes and you divided it by five, it'd be plus or minus 10% of your income. That was kind of interesting. I also ask the, the same way as who are your bottom three that you're hanging out with? That's a different way to ask this question. Not who are your top five? Who are your bottom three that you keep going towards for something? Is it that you just feel better when you're around them because you're better or that you feel like you're better? Is it that you're more successful so it gives you a feeling of superiority? What is it? What draws you to them, right? Who are, you, who are your top three and who are your bottom three? How do they show up differently? 
How do you show up differently in these situations? It's something to explore. It's about taking ownership over you, right? It's over you. You fail the plan or you plan to fail. It's really a learned habit, right? It's not a natural behavioral style, right? If you are a professional winger, it's time to be reorganized. In a minute of time, I was just having a coaching session with an agent. And they were talking to me about how they, um, for the first time, they're coming on 40 years old. It's funny because I just turned 40, but in the same kind of ballpark. And, that, and they make great money. And they're like, you know, I haven't really had a plan for my retirement. Haven't really gotten purposeful in it. Yes, they bought some things. They got a couple of businesses to make great income. I put some money away, but I haven't really been purposeful. So he's been really diligent about working with his financial advisor on creating these plans. How many pieces of real estate I'm going to buy every year? How much money I'm going to save every month and what that's going to look like? So it just comes out of my accounts. These different things, where I'm going to put, where I'm going to put my money. All great things, but you need to have that plan. And again, for him, it was just like, a, he was like, I've always been kind of winging it. and never really been purposeful. And it gave him freedom. Remember, freedom comes from discipline. Because you know when you need to be disciplined and when you not need to. It's fully engaged, strategically disengaged. So what have you planned to fail for, right? What do you, what do you need to plan for? Right. And make sure you go execute on that. The way we show up in any area of our life is the way we show up in every area of our life. That is really important when we think about the integration between business and personal life. This is like this work-life harmony. It's not necessarily a work-life balance. This work-life harmony is about how we show up in every area of life. It's really impossible to be amazingly happy and joyful in our personal life when we're failing miserably in business life. Now, you may accept that. That's the first modality, right? That you're accepting that you have a challenge out here, right? You can always accept situations. I'm not going to say that. And vice versa, if you're doing really well in business, but you have a, something that you're not dealing with in your personal life, it's hard to have the joy that you can experience. So it's how you show up in every area of your life is going to show up everywhere. So are you wearing different masks? By the way, it takes a tremendous amount of energy to show up differently in all these different situations. It's like, one moment I'm dressing this way, I'm dressing that way, and I show up this way, and I answer this question, and you're trying to just hold it all together. Instead of realizing you don't hold anything together, and you're going to show up to who you are, how you want to be, what does that look like? Show up in every area of your life will show up that same way. Now, that's not being rude. That's being courageous and truthful. It's not, it's not a badge to be, you know, that whole authentic word, right? It's, it's a very powerful one people like to use right now, but it's not authentic. Being authentic doesn't mean you have a badge to be an asshole. Or something like, I'm just being authentic. No, you're just being a jerk, right? It's totally different. Being authentic means you walk out from the shadows of who you think you need to be so you can show up as the person that you are in every situation. Now, I understand the niceties and the, and the politics. Sometimes you're shaking hands or saying hi. Like, I get that. And we can play those roles at times. I'm talking about for 99% of your life. And too many people are showing up differently. Differently. And who knows, maybe just showing up the way you are will actually get you to where you want to go faster. So I found that way. So show up who you are, right? In every area of your life, in all categories of your life, business and personal. Consistency is a secret sauce to success. Hands down. It's, it's, you know, you have to find the intensity that's suitable for you. It's kind of like when you're losing weight, going on this rapid diet that only can last for 30 days and every day you're just struggling. It's never going to work. You got to figure out ways that you can do things for life, right? Like we're pretty much plant-based, but 80% of the time, like three meals or four meals a week, I will have not days, meals will have meat. Sometimes I love pizza. Sometimes I love wings, right? But 90%, 95% of my time, I'm eating very healthy. Even if I'm eating meat, I'm still eating very healthy. 
there is five to 10% of the time, call it one to two meals a week that I'm actually eating, you know, I'm splurging, which is fine. This is great. That just, I'm just talking about for me, but the consistency of what you need to do. Right. And there's times when I've exercised way too much and I can't, I can't hold that consistency level. So you have to find your optimal amount. What is your optimal amount in business? What is your optimal amount for your family life? So the consistency, something you'd be able to sustain each day in and day out is going to be really, really critical for that. That becomes very, very powerful place to act from because you know, you can wake up and you know, you can hold that line. Right. And it's the same thing for lead generation. If you're not lead generating at all right now or as a team, going to three hours or four hours may be unsustainable, but can we bring it back to, let's do an hour for the next two weeks. Then let's bump it up to two hours. Once we're at two hours, can we then go to three hours, right? So you, you just start slowly increasing it, but making sure you build that base all along while you're doing it. And that's going to be the foundation for consistency. And as that consistency shows up in your life, it actually creates freedom. That's the really cool thing about this is the consistency creates the pathway to freedom because you don't think about all the things that you need to be doing. You're showing up and doing them. And business building is mastering that boredom. It really is mastering the fraud that you can feel from the boredom. It's like that fraud, like I need to create something different so I can feel different so I can show somebody that I've learned something. Tie it back to something that you're doing. But the same conversations need to show up and that consistency for you, how you show up. That's why that morning is so important, right? Such an important thing in that morning, at least for 90% of us, is how we can prime ourselves to be in the best situation to make the quality decisions that we need to in, in every day. And remember, the call, a leader is leading yourself, leading your family, leading business, leading somebody in the quick, quick mark, right? Wherever it is, you're leading somebody. Thank you for joining us for this bonus episode of Business Meets Spirituality. To get free resources to help with your growth in 2022, go to adamhergenrother.com slash resources. Again, that's adamhergenrother.com slash resources. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening.